Welcome to the Bar for Bar podcast, episode two, for the week of July 1st. I'm your host, Sean. Today, I'm joined by... Back with your boy, Daniel. And I'm Kenny. Sheldon couldn't make it this time, but he'll probably be on the next one. Who knows? Yeah, we don't really know. So, today we're going to talk about our top five albums of 2018 so far. Um... I mean, 2018 has been pretty crazy for album releases, especially with all the Kanye drops throughout June. Um, so I'll start with my top five. The fifth and fourth position don't really have, like, they can be either way for me. Like, it's not set in stone. But uh, the top three are definitely going to be the top three for me so far. Um, so at the bottom right now, it's the Carters, Everything is Love. Fourth is J-Rock, Redemption. Third is Evidence, Whether or Not. Second is Pusha T's Daytona. And first is Royce the Five Nines, The Book of Ryan. What's your face? Go. All right. So, my top five. First would definitely have to be Consumer Park by Chuck Strangers. Second would be Daytona by Pusha T. Third would be Affected by Cause. Fourth would be Everything is Love by The Carters. And K.O.D. by J. Cole would be in fifth place. And in no particular order, my list is, I guess it's pronounced question mark, by XXXTentacion. R.I.P. Too soon. WWW by Tokyo. Yay by Kanye West. Kid See Ghost by Kid See Ghost. And Daytona by Pusha T. <clears throat> And Daniel, your list wasn't in any particular order except for J. Cole? Uh, J. Cole, I was skeptical about. I was going to put, uh, originally, I was going to put Scorpion, but because it's, it's, it's just too soon, honestly. The album literally dropped two years yeah, ago. Yeah, but, but it's, it's great, and I keep going back to it. Yeah, it's a contender for me, too. Yeah. I mean, maybe by the end of the year, we'll it'll be in our top five or top ten. Yeah. It's... Still got six more months to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's actually really apt to do this on July 1st when half the year's just finished, you know. So, Literally. Yeah. Perfect timing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. Who, do either of y'all want to break down your like your reasonings for why or like what your favorite tracks off the albums were first? Or? I guess I'll start with the... I guess we could go round robin and just do one album and sort of break it down, I guess, like that. Yeah. So, question mark by Tentacion. Uh, I don't know. I guess, like, a, a lot of the stuff I was seeing online was, like, the, the tonally, the album's, like, sort of, like, sad boy is what a lot of people ascribe to it. And I guess it, it's true to that. A lot of the production and, like, a lot of his his bars, they're, they're more melancholic. And it looks like he's, oh, oh, yeah. It looks like he's sort of, like, going for that sort of redemption thing. And to to be fair, I didn't I didn't actually listen through the, the entire project in its entirety until he passed recently. That's what but, I was about uh, to ask you. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then uh, I'd heard tracks just like through Spotify and whatnot, like Sad and Moonlight, and mm-hmm. I, I really I really enjoyed just like vibing to those. And that's what it like his passing. Yeah, brought me to actually listening through his entire project. But yeah, it, it's just it was solid. I think it was solid. So is it? I mean, I still honestly haven't listened to it. I've listened to a couple tracks still, but like, do you feel it's more like you can connect with it, or is it just more of a 
solid project overall, just kind of getting an idea of how he feels about shit and. Or well, I, w- I wouldn't say like because for me a lot of music is just like energy and stuff like that. Like I'm not typically a lyrical person, so I can't speak on that part. Right. But just like the the energy throughout the entire album was, it just it just kept true to itself, which I think makes for solid projects, you know. And like it's not all over the place. It's a it's like totally sad boy, and I was just down with it. Right. So it it's kind of like what you expected out of him, or. No, the, I, I'd never listened to any of his stuff before, like his, any mm-hmm. of his previous projects. Even like I know, "Look at Me" was like his biggest track, and that's what you thought I, he was all about. Like just like that straight hardcore trap shit. Well, like I'd, I'd maybe listened to "Look at Me" like yeah. once, and then I was like, I don't really like this. Yeah, so, yeah. so to hear yeah. him like come up with "Sad" and "Moonlight," uh-huh. I was like, oh, this is interesting. This is not, yeah, because like, like you know he had the. The public perception and everything too, with everything that's going on with them. Yeah, no, I, I when he first came uh, with "Look at Me," I hated that song. I hated the style. I was like, "This is really what music is turning into." Like, it's 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 kind of to me. I thought it was a little. It was kind of garbage in my sense. Like kind of typical SoundCloud rap. But the thing is, I never go on SoundCloud until recently. So when I heard all these SoundCloud rappers coming, like, and he was like one of the first ones, I was like, "What in the hell is this?" Like for one, it sounded sorted as shit, mm-hmm. right? And his flow—I've never heard a flow like that anywhere. Even though many rappers have adopted that like flow, he started that shit. And then I like didn't want to hear anything from him. His revenge like album that he put out—I haven't listened to anything. Yeah. Okay. So he—I didn't listen to that. Like, well, I did later on. But um, when he dropped 17, I heard that one. I mm-hmm. thought that was phenomenal. I was like, God damn, this man is actually kind of, he's great. Um, like you liked his no, yeah, rhyming, it, his uh, the subject did, matter and all You could just that. feel his, his pain, you know? Like, mm-hmm. he was just like, it was a lot of the songs were just kind of like boom bap style, but with acoustic guitar and just him kind of rapping, sometimes even singing. It's uh, yeah. There, there's some yeah. tracks on, yeah. on question mark. Yeah, and I then, like that too. Mm-hmm. And then the, the when I heard question mark for the first time, I I listened to the whole song like when it first came out. I usually like listen to new albums like every Thursday night. I'll just put on my headphones and kind of like go to sleep to it. I remember listening to his introduction and just thinking like, dude, this guy is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. But it's like you literally tap into his world. And I definitely think that question mark is also a great album. Yeah, but it's not good enough to be on your top five. What What are you saying right now? Huh? I'm saying, you know what? No, it's fine. But see, but I didn't want to do it for the hype. So. Oh right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's uh, number two on your um? On my on my album list in general. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Let me pull it up real quick. It's a uh, WWW by Tokyo. Hmm. And uh, I mean, again, never previously listened to like any of his stuff. I just had to put it on one day, and then I don't know. It's an interesting blend of uh, electronic and hip hop, which is like what you're seeing a lot more, like just in like recent times. Yeah. And I don't know. Again, it's that that it's that same energy all the way through. It's just every song is just so easy to sort of groove to. And just sort of like be with it. It's not like overly complex or anything like that, but like you just oh, fuck with the vibe. Yeah, and the production and stuff like that. It's just interesting. So, mm-hmm. so they don't really particular like particularly like 
they don't specialize in lyrics? Yeah, not not like any woke or lyrical stuff. Not necessarily. That's, so, not, that's not what I come into music for, like, all the time, you know? Okay. Yeah, because I do think that, like, if I do that, I need to, like, sit down, yeah. like, throw the sanizers on, and, oh, and just, like, you know, hook it up to the DAC and amp, and then just, like, sit and just, like, <laughs> dedicate that listening, you know, that listening time and just sort of, like, dissect and sort of try to understand... But like, yeah, I don't know, just work in life. I, I typically don't, but yeah. I mean, there, there are a lot of projects that have come out from like other artists that I've, I've been meaning to get to, but it just, this life, you know, doesn't doesn't uh, give me the time to actually do it. <laughs> Personally, I've never even heard of him. Oh yeah, yeah, he came up, uh, he's a big SoundCloud rapper too, I think. Is he? Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, does he have that like typical X like kind of flow like every SoundCloud rapper today type flow. He's like, I think he's been around longer than X. Yeah, yeah, he's been around longer than X. Yeah, I've never any like are his albums available only on SoundCloud or are they on I Spotify? I think his I think this is like his album first. Music? This is his first like actual commercial like okay. album yeah. or project. Or so everything before that has been mixed. Yes, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. He's had um he had one project blow up and I only know this because like I decided to Google it for whatever reason. It's just like he had, he had like one other major product, right. product, and then yeah. So I mean, sound wise, you're saying it's like a it's mix. Sort so of is work. it like is it like turn up type shit? I would. There are some tracks definitely. Like uh, I feel like hot shit is uh, definitely a turn up track. But hot shit. Yeah, that's the name of the actual track. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Like he's not. He's not like like go hard. He's not like bombastic or anything like that. It's just like I don't know. It's just like I Is he just enjoy listening to it. Because I know I remember you told me to listen to his album. And I still haven't listened to it. Um, right around the same time, like IDK's album came out, I think, or like or when I listened to IDK's album first. So like, is it kind of like in that similar sort of like energy, I guess, or yeah, I guess you could say so. Yeah. So he brings energy and still like decent rhyming. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. Yeah, with IDK, I would, I would say it's like it's more like smooth and stuff like that. With this, like like I said, like the electronics and undertones, like the blending. So it's it's kind of like, yeah, taking uh, taking hints from Death Grips and shit. At least on the recent album. <laughs> oh well, I've heard that about that. I still need to listen to that project, but uh, yeah, yeah, I would say so. Tokyo's mm-hmm. project is like that. Really? For sure. So it's really experimental. I don't, I feel like it's probably not as experimental as like testing. I don't think anything <laughs> as experimental as Death Grips. Well, Death Grips and like, did you listen to testing as well? ASAP. No. But oh no no no, I haven't I haven't. Because the first track is very reminiscent of um, a couple of Death Grips like albums. You think so? Okay. Uh, what was Destroy the Records? I like that one. Oh uh, yeah, but it's like that industrial kind of beat. Yeah. That's like that Death snare and, type thing. You mean erratic. Like that snare, like, like kind of yeah. I like the whole bass type feel. Yeah, like okay. that. Like that's kind of what um a lot of people associate with Death Grips and like clipping. Really? Yeah. Shit, maybe I should check out Death Grips. I mean, I've listened to a few it's, of their stuff, but it's uh it's an acquired taste. Yeah. For sure. So I, I've heard that from you like twice already. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what like uh. It's always fun to say that my favorite song by Death Grips is "Have a Sad Come Baby" or "BB." It's. it's I wonder where you got the Wi-Fi it. name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the powers that be. Um, what else was I on again? Or what was next on it? Oh, pulled up again. Yay, by Kanye West. Mm. Yeah. So it made it. It made it to your top five. 
Yeah, yeah, and I don't know. I guess, I guess it with seeing like you know Tentacion on, on my list and Kanye on my list. I guess like there's something with like the sort of climate mm-hmm. uh, and like the the you know the the media surrounding them and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But this was just like it was it was it was uh, Kanye sort of like just being. Presenting, you know, and like just being like, oh, this is, this is like, you know, all the all the shit I go through, and like I'm sort of, sort of, I know he realizes like that the the shit he says is like sort of like crazy and, and out there, super, super <laughs> out there, but then out of pockets, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, I mean, because like um, he had a recent interview with Sean. New York, no, New York, oh, okay, New York okay, Times, okay. and he kind of explained how he got to like. Um, slavery is like a choice that, yeah, yeah. that bullshit um, it's just that the way he thinks or according to him mm-hmm. he kind of pieces shit together and ends at a certain point and then expands on it later on mm-hmm. but headlines tend to pick up on like whatever the crazier will, shit that yeah. he says exactly like whatever will pick up like yeah. ideas and shit yeah or like think pieces <laughs> Yeah. I mean, not even really. It's just like it's it's easy to because what that was from his Charlemagne interview, right? Uh, the, the TMZ. The, oh, the TMZ thing. Yeah. And then and Charl. I mean, Charlemagne he spoke to as well. I mean, that, that's the whole thing. It's like exciting that that sort of it's being reductive and taking that one line and sort of like exciting people about it, you know? Yeah. And I think we kind of touched on it in the last episode, like just kind of saying random shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think. Kanye is a great. I, I will. I'm gonna say he's a greater producer than he is a rapper now. Yeah. I mean, his 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 style is definitely iconic. Like you can mm-hmm. recognize his shit off the bat. But when he comes, I don't know. I don't think he, when he came to rapping in this this whole track, or his whole his whole album. I don't think that was top Kanye. Yeah. It's a, like that, what was that song he made about Kim Kardashian? Uh, like that song was actually kind of good. Like he admits that he's no, fucking the that he's, he's on, on the new album. Yeah. Oh, for uh, it was the last track. Oh, right. um, fuck, I forgot what it's called. No mistakes. I think oh, so. Yeah. No, no, no. no that's, that, that was off. one of them. Uh, let's see. No, we're all just looking. To all mine <laughs> was it? Yes. Yeah, so, or no. All mine was no a pretty romantic. Was it no mistake? Track. It was the last track. Wouldn't leave. Wouldn't leave. Violent crimes. Violent crimes. Yeah. Because that's the one where he was talking about um, Kim and his daughter and everything, right? Or are you thinking of another one? Or well, Kim, wouldn't well, leave, well Kim, the one where he's like, uh, Kim's going to leave him. Okay, well, yeah, that's probably wouldn't leave then. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think um, it, the album was, to me, kind of rushed. Mm. Like well, I mean the I mean he talked before that I mean because there was all this news and everybody's like excited like oh he's out here and he's like he's isolated and like he's just putting hella work into it but then all the stuff with the the TMZ interview came out and he's like oh yeah he scrapped the entirety of that project or like it's it's yeah. away somewhere and then like this was just thrown together and for a rush product I really do enjoy it just just political climate and everything and yeah. stuff like that and just like. Like even yeah. though he like just the way he is, he still has such a massive fan base. And yeah. 
like there's a lot of people who don't give a fuck what no, Kanye yeah. says yeah I mean that's Kanye West but like, fucking Jesus yo <laughs> that's Jesus but I mean cause um like I mean you listen to Life of Pablo and like all the stuff like leading up to it and all the album changes or like the track changes and shit yeah yeah so like Kanye has a bit of perfectionism in him um and that kind of doesn't show on this side, so that's why I'm like surprised it's on the top. Well, five. I mean, like <laughs> this, this given like all the, the the pressure and like just everything that came up the interview, it's it's sort of cathartic. I feel like that uh-huh. this isn't perfect. You know that he he finally broke. Yeah, because he broke on the Life of Pablo tour, right? And, yeah, like, he canceled the, the remainder of it. We're, we're talking about that last time. Yeah, yeah, I was supposed to go to that one. Where he yeah. like fucking went crazy. Yeah, yeah. I like was gonna stay at my grandpa's house and with my cousin, but so glad I didn't. In a way, well, it's kind of a, a, a historical moment. But, yeah, you kind of missed out on that. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but no, I think uh, he definitely kind of changed the game in a way, though. Like he with the seven track albums, or no, not the seven track albums. Just the way that he literally started rapping. It, it like it seemed rushed in a way. But he did that production so quick that everything is up to date. You know what I mean? And like production wise or lyric wise? Lyric wise. Oh, yeah. Like he's like literally talking about things that just happened. And I don't know, maybe he like went back to his tracks and was like, you know what, I'm gonna do this instead instead of what I originally had there or he was like kind of he already had the you know, the beats and everything all done, the whole I don't think he had the beats done. No. They're yeah, no, they're yeah. pretty the mixing and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. the mixing is pretty bad. It's like, it's, 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 it's not Kanye, <laughs> like like what you expect. It's Yay, not Kanye. Nah, he killed he killed Ye- Kanye. Killed Jesus. I don't know. Whatever's left. Was Where, Ye. Whoever he killed. <laughs> <laughs> whatever's left is Yay. <laughs> he fucking tweeted that shit up. <laughs> um, but overall, I think it'll be. I mean, as far as Kanye albums. To me, that's one of his lower, like, albums. It definitely has an impact, though, in terms of overall hip-hop shit. Yeah. And, like, it definitely deserves, a, like, a significant point in his discography. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Just because... But of, for a Kanye album. It's pretty low. Yeah. But the, um, the background to mm-hmm. it is definitely worth paying attention to context context yeah exactly yeah 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 all right and my fourth one is um a well, in no particular order but this was this is the fourth in my list is a uh, kids see ghosts back to back yep actually this is gonna be back to back to back back to back yeah yeah <laughs> to be fair like i i'm i listen to the least like hip hop albums, just because like the whole like sit down and actually like dissect sort of thing. Right. But yeah, Kissy Ghosts and it's it's because like the 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 points you guys made about about Yay, you can't make about the production on Kissy Ghosts. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, because the production on Kissy Ghosts is fucking phenomenal. Oh yeah, that that that's definitely Kanye at his best. Yeah. And then he has Kid Cudi there. Yeah, like it's like the whole thing. Like they, they reconciled and then like it's just a blending of like that sort of like Astro spacey cuddy thing. Yeah. With like the, the sad like recent the sad Angry. melancholy and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. like and it's just it's just phenomenal. Probably my top album of the year so far. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. 
Though to be fair, they, I, you know, well, Grand Assault, Grand Assault, you know, <laughs> I, I, I don't listen to it a lot, a lot. I listen to it enough to have a top five list, but, you know. I mean, I'd have to agree, though, because that was in contention for me for my top five, just because of the overall consistency of the album. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, to be fair, like, all of Kanye's, like, recent productions have, like, just because they're seven tracks long, it's just super easy to listen to, and, like, doesn't feel like you're listening to the whole project. Well, it was a complete project, but not, like, a project that drags on. Do you think he literally did, like, seven songs plus that one eight so it could be easier to listen to, easier to digest? Or do you think he was like, you know what, I'm just going to do this amount of albums? I think it was more of a, like, easy to digest, but also, like, the runtime on them is the minimum to be in contention for a Grammy. Yeah, I can see that. It's technically an album because it's over 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, anything below that's supposed to be an EP. Mm-hmm. So How long could, is it? It's like 20 something minutes. Are you serious? Yeah. God damn. So it's, it, it might just be that, but it might also just be like he recorded a bunch of tracks with Cuddy and they're like, we're just going to narrow it down to these. Or like those were the best ones out of the group. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. I feel like no. just being concise and oh, yeah. and like you don't want to overstay your welcome. You want people left yearning for more because then you know it's it's like worth having more of. You know. Yeah, I mean that's definitely my issue with Scorpion. Like, it honestly feels like a chore to listen to sometimes. That's what I was literally thinking of. Because, uh, well, we'll talk about that at a later time. But it just. Like, cons- like keeping it concise is pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, even if like okay, yeah, we're gonna get off topic. Yeah, no, like, let's. We'll talk about that later. Actually, well, when I go to my top five, we'll talk about that. All right. Yeah. And then the last one on my list is uh, Daytona by Pusha T. Okay. And this is probably the one I have like least sort of like rationale for. Besides, like I really like Pusha T. And like I love the subject matter he raps about. Just like you love the cocaine, you love coke. Yeah, do you do uh, coke, uh, Kenny? I, I plead the fifth. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like just like it. It was this was it was the start of this 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 entire thing, right? Like the whole like oh, it Kanye, was the first one, and then like just like the short and sweet, and like damn near perfection sort of thing. The thing though, it was a, it wasn't the first announced one. Oh, uh-huh. I think the first announcement was technically the, the Tiana Taylor one. Or well, no. Uh, Kitsy Goats first, I think. Oh. I think it was Kitsy Yeah, it was Kitsy Goats. He announced that he was going to drop an album, and then he was going to drop an album with Kid Cudi. Yeah. But yeah, besides like that, that push of flow, that swagger, oh, yeah. and stuff like that, and yeah, uh, like uh, uh, Daniel and I were talking earlier, like uh, Scorpion was in contention for me too, and then just like just like the story of the story of uh, Adidon is just <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. How do you, push, how do you pronounce that, guys? Adidon? No, because it's supposed to be like Adidas and Don, right? So Adidon. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like some shit that Big Sean would do, though. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, Pusha's always. But he's been consistent. It's either between Drake and Pusha T. If I did, are you making me make it like a choice right now? I mean, like it was literally (laughs) a runner-up. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm I'm asking, was it a runner-up for you? Between I Drake and Pusha? I, like, I, I don't think so. No? no. Just because just like the whole the thing Sean said where 25 tracks is a bit much and it's hard to stay mm-hmm. consistent and through the entirety of it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, think, um, I think we're going to talk about 
a lot about that album. About 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 Daytona. Okay, okay. Because it's literally on all. Yeah, yeah. it all is true, true, true. So we'll keep that. And then we'll also short. kind of we'll probably touch on it as well when we talk about um, Drake on mm-hmm. whenever we end up doing the next mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, can uh, let's do consensus on like uh, Drake right now? Then I I I wouldn't call myself a stand, but I, I really like a lot of Drake stuff. I'm I'm okay with Drake. Indifferent? Yeah. Okay. I don't think he is the best rapper it's not ever game, game, or game. even the best singer, but I definitely think he makes just great music. It's songs I'll definitely yeah. go back to, but they're not songs I'll probably listen to forever. Yeah. I think the song I play the most by Drake is probably Pop Style. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's like it's on my one of my playlists I have. Yeah. And every time I hear it, I, I love it. But I mean to me, I don't think... I mean, he's definitely one of the best like artists in the game right now because yeah. he just dominates. You know, he makes good-ass songs. But, like... And he also happens to be successful. Like, you know, is that a pun? Surprisingly. Well, anyways, I mean... I mean, uh, Daniel and I were talking about this. I mean, every once in a while, honestly, like, Drake is... For the people and for the culture. <laughs> yep, that man is definitely for the culture. He, I don't know, he he doesn't do it just for like, you know, because you got all these rappers like Pusha T and Kanye that do it for more hip-hop heads than anything. Mm-hmm. But you got Drake, he's just... He's making music for everyone. For everyone. Every, even your grandma will enjoy it. Yeah. She hears God's plan, she's like, God damn, man. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm whoa. Yeah, the thing I, I sort of ascribe to him is like, he's... He He's flexes the unabashedly. Yeah, you know, yeah. just like like He's with, always going to dominate. Yeah, without without giving a damn. It's like, and the people fuck with his music. Mm, but me and Jake, <laughs> me and Drake, huh? me and Sean were actually talking about this the other day. Uh, we're surprised that he actually like has been around for as long as he has. Mm-hmm. Like like that. I remember when Best I Ever Had came out. I was. I was in, I think, sixth or seventh grade, man. That was years ago. Man, I remember, like, I forgot. I remember <laughs> listening to that, and then I remember listening to Drake sing and rap, and I was surprised. I was like, "Wait, what? Like, is that allowed?" So, that's a good point, but don't want to get too off topic on this. When we do our dedicated because right. uh, we are going to do episode. <laughs> we're going to do a whole Drake episode. So honestly, yep. like, Damn don't want to go too in depth and repeat ourselves. To be honest. <laughs> Um, but that was your entire top five, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay, so um, I guess I'll break down my top five then. Um, so we'll start with The Carters, Everything is Love. I honestly think I like this album a lot more than I should have, just because it came out right after Nas's album. Um, it's, it's a really good album, like, don't get me wrong, but... Um, like out of my top five is probably the one that I didn't get to the most. Um, what I liked about it though was just the overall production and Beyonce and Jay Z just trying something different in terms of lyrics and like flow. Okay, so about about that because rapper versus pop, what would you? Classify <laughs> Beyonce like it's pop, right? Pop R and B, 
right? Soul. Uh, that so, one is yeah, some soul. Mm. So so fine. Yeah, in terms of like <clears throat> wow. production and stuff, like was it leaning more? It was definitely more rap heavy. Okay. Like, okay. Wise. You think like like you talking about like the trap, like I mean overall beat wise, like it didn't sound anything like a R and B album. Except I mean some there was there, some. there was a couple songs like summer like it started out pretty chill. So it was but like, then it did pick up a lot. You're right. Like you're it wasn't right. a consistent like R and B feel throughout the like a track. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like Love Happy was pretty good though, like in terms of like R and B sounding. Mm-hmm. But it was definitely more of a rap album than like a hybrid. Yeah. Because well, I'm well. I mean, if you have any rapper in like almost any song, it's always gonna kind of lean more towards rap. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, typically, like, it's just, like, backing vocals for, or, like, well, just yeah. for the chorus. Yeah. You know? But Definitely. what about California Girls? Well, who comes on that? Juicy? No, it's Snoop Dogg. Oh, we not right. talking about the Katy Perry song? Yeah. Who's Katy Perry? Oh, wait, you're right. You, are you talking California are, Girls by Snoop Dogg? Yeah, definitely know that. Like, like that, that was definitely more of a pop Featuring song. Featuring Katy Perry. What are you talking about? <laughs> 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 Damn, I forgot Snoop was on that shit. Yeah, I did too. That was that era where Snoop was on literally every track. Yeah, I'm lying now. No, he he gave that up. He's back to Snoop Dogg. Yeah, no, no. He's like, yeah, this Rasta shit ain't for me. <laughs> He'll keep the dreads though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. um, no, I mean the track, the whole album was pretty good though. Like, it was interesting to see Beyonce in a more rapper style. Oh, so she was actually she was full on oh, rapping. Oh, okay, okay. Do you didn't hear the album? I have not listened to it, and I'm I actually want to get... fight you. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, let's do it after, after the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, sure. okay. No, but I, I kind of want to get into like a funny text exchange that Sean and I had regarding like <laughs> what is it uh, regarding uh, this project as well as like Nazir, right? Okay. Yeah. So I initially texted him about like getting a title subscription, and I'm like. Is it worth getting a title subscription for Nazir? And then he was like, "But it's on Spotify, though." And I'm like, "Oh shit! Oh, oh, he's right." And I'm like, "How about?" And this is because like Jay Z is like a like the owner of Title, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Is it worth getting Title for the the Carter the, the Carters?" I is think I literally the Carters, had the yeah. same conversation. And then him. he was like, "Didn't I?" But it's on. It's also on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like flabbergasted mostly because like you know like title's been ha- like like hard pressing to get those exclusives and like i just thought you know like a beyonce jc thing would be title exclusive yeah definitely and, like that's how you push subs exactly like, and forth yeah but forth. like so even with that though like beyonce even mentioned on one of the tracks um on nice she says if i gave two fucks about streaming numbers would have put lemonade on spotify <laughs> So clearly, like they they just wanted to put that shit out because fuck, it's a new product. Let's put the shit out everywhere. Let's get everyone listen to it. But they're not really trying to go for numbers. Although they already got that shit made. That's exactly, they're gonna be. <laughs> they dominate. Uh, they're hip hop royalty. Yeah, they literally are. <laughs> they can do whatever royalty. the fuck they want. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I mean, if we're talking like like. I don't care about numbers sort of things though the, like that's why would they put on Spotify then yeah shouldn't they have pushed for the, the t- purely title thing and like did, did it break streaming records or anything I like that I no okay, okay. I, I almost got title as well though. Like, yeah I, I, did I talk about it? I think yeah you did because I was legit like I keep getting emails from title like 
Hey, you still gonna join? Or? You want that free trial though? Nah, bro, I'm good. Leave me alone. <laughs> what, it's like six months or something. Shit, I didn't even get six months. <laughs> Damn, sorry. <laughs> it's okay, but I mean, overall, it was like it's an enjoyable, pro- enjoyable project. Overall. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I mean, like I talked about last time, it was miles ahead of Nasir. <laughs> and they they kind of like they choke slam. Nazir. They basically Jones. said, fuck you, fuck Kanye. Fuck Kanye for sure. Um, we got a better album. And can you agree with that? Yes. Like, Nazir was definitely not on my Nazir was five. trash. I, it was good. No. I was, I was lukewarm on it. Lukewarm? Yeah, I haven't given it a second I didn't listen. hate the album. Yeah. I, I didn't, I, yeah, yeah. I had listened to it twice, maybe. But it wasn't too enjoyable. I think I even texted you that night it came out. I was like, dude, listen to this, but I, to be fair, it was a little um, buzzed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because like, when Nazir came out, like it came out on Tidal first, and I have Tidal as well, so I was like, fuck it, I'll listen to it. Mm-hmm. And I was driving to Berkeley, so it's like over the drive, I listened to the entire album. I'm like, this is... It's not what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what's interesting is like off of the reviews that I listened to for the album just cause I was curious as to what other people thought other than like us yeah um, and versus my opinion as well but I think everyone came to the same consensus that's like beat wise was okay yeah was like right. the beat selection was decent yeah it wasn't it wasn't even the best um, but probably like the weakest though because this was entirely Kanye produced, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, weakest of Kanye, you'd say? Weakest of Kanye produced in terms of like this, this 2018. The, like the, the circle project. stuff. I definitely agree. Yeah. I don't, I mean, yeah. That or Ye? That and Ye is like towards the bottom. Yeah. I might put it below Ye now, just after listening to it like a few times over. Like, everything seemed so lazy from Nas. And there were points at which he wasn't even rhyming on beat, and I'm just, just like, yeah, nothing, nothing. You're not st- even trying. Nothing stood out to me. Production mm-hmm. or like just like flow or like just. Should this be the the man's last album? No. Should he go down like that? I mean, he, he wasn't hungry. <sighs> he kind of did go down. He, he wasn't hungry on this. Nah, on this boy. I mean, so oh, resting thick. on your laurels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. So, because I was listening to Dead End Hip Hop's review of the album, mm-hmm. and they they kind of mentioned that, like, it kind of felt like Nas was, like, not super excited about doing a Kanye-produced album. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. It kind of felt like Kanye called him up and said, hey, I got this album you want, or I want you to do this album with me. And he's like, fine, fuck it, I, I ain't doing shit. But do you think... Like, he wasn't excited about it because of all the shit that Kanye has done in recent times? Maybe. Because, I mean, we, we kind of come to an agreement that literally a lot of his, like, albums have been kind of, like, half-assed. Kanye or Nas? Kanye's. Like, this whole little seven, seven tracks albums. Well, so... Do you think this is one of them that's half-assed? Because no, honestly, beat wise is probably one of the better ones. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's solid across the board. Like, it's nothing super special. Yeah, but it's not like it's mastered well. Everything's mixed properly, so it's not 
like production wise, it's probably like, it's, it's better than Ye, but um, I just think of like impact and and stuff like that, and just like how memorable it is. I guess yeah, yeah. Like, would you would you ever come back to that project just for like a, a, like one or two tracks you like off of that track list? I'm gonna be honest, I can't think of one damn yeah. song. Yeah. The only song that I come back to is Everything, and that's, that's literally dream, only right? for the chorus. That's what the dream? The dream and Kanye on the chorus. That was actually a pretty good one. Like, the rhyming aspect, or like the, the verses were whatever. Because mm-hmm. I believe that was the track that um, he was talking about uh, kids getting vaccinated and shit. And a lot of people online were like, oh, he's anti vax. Like, don't get your kids vaccinated and shit. Um, I don't really think of that that way, but it's not a good look when you have <laughs> a vocal minority yelling, Nas anti-vax, what the fuck. Yeah, it's kind of like the Young Thug shit. Yeah, yeah. Young Thug's anti-cancer. What about J. Cole? He didn't say anything about cancer. <laughs> He's probably pro-cancer. <laughs> um, but I mean, going back to my top yeah, five, refocusing, though. refocusing. Because, um... Just because the car just came out right after Nazir, that's why I brought it up again. But it kind of felt like a slap in the face to Nas <laughs> yeah. and Kanye. Yeah. Like, they probably had this project done for a little bit now. They're just like, hey, I heard Nas coming on this track. I mean, what was the so like, hey, let's just do it. Uh, fuck it. <laughs> didn't Khaled hey, have a track called Nas, Nas, Nas Done? Right? Yeah. And so going back to the Dead and Hip Hop <laughs> review, uh, I believe Mike Seatown said, Nas album done, but this shit ain't it. <laughs> I hope not. I mean, if it, mm, I want to hear the real Nas album. But do you think a DJ Khaled produced Nas album would even be good? DJ Khaled's not even a real producer. Though. That's what I'm saying. He's, he's he, he oversees everything. Yeah, he oversees everything. So and he has final say on shit. Yeah. So he's definitely a producer in that sense. Yeah. Beat wise, I don't know if he can really, or I don't know what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I I don't know if you guys want to get into it, but like like a just like a whole. Nas thing because like I don't actually I haven't followed his discography beyond like <laughs> Illmatic probably it was even his best honestly that, really okay Illmatic yeah. it was probably his best so it is his best there's no like, yeah no you're right best. okay so just like Illmatic okay. is it's Illmatic and then Untitled okay so in terms of like his, his his growth like his discography and stuff like that where does this is this like uh, not par for, ooh, no. or something from him or well actually yeah probably it, it might be one of his better albums it's at least me? on par mm-hmm. with what he what ex- what is expected of him. Mm-hmm. But since everyone goes back to Illmatic and says this is a classic album, everyone expects that. Yeah, but then you've also had you've had albums a lot after that. Everyone likes to forget about those albums, though. <laughs> <sighs> they. I feel like my whole top five has just been a, a rant on why Nas isn't on the top five. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's. All right, well let's let's move on. I'm literally shaking my head right now. Um, so next up would be Redemption by J Rock, mm-hmm. and this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it came out recently, and I've come back to it enough that I felt comfortable putting it in my top five, just because. The album overall flows really well. The first half of the album, like basically the bloodiest leading up to Tap Out, it felt very consistent. Okay. Tap Out's definitely like an intermission track. 
Mm-hmm. So like when you go to see a long ass movie, they're gonna have that 15 minute intermission. You gotta go to get pop, get more, get more popcorn, get some food, get some drinks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody on that thing. But I mean, to be fair though, like Tap Out is still a decent track. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely a low point in the album. But after the first half, like it definitely it has a tonal shift. Tonal shift. You think so? Yeah, because the first whole half feels more. Like traditional J Rock kind of like where like that West Coast gangster type thing like aggressive J Rock okay like I mean he didn't come aggressive as he normally does yeah where like fucking code code red and like hood gonna love it <laughs> but um wait hood gonna love it which one which hood gonna love it you were gonna do it because of hood gonna love yeah that it. One. that's J Rock that was J Rock J Rock and Kendrick serious. yeah oh that is it's, it's on the GTA soundtrack isn't it. Idiot. <laughs> um, no, but like that one, just like the whole first half and then the whole second half felt very consistent, but they were kind of their own album almost. Like, because like I said, like the fir- whole first half is like traditional J Rock, where it's like like hood shit and like more aggressive beats, aggressive rhyming. Yeah. Um, because like. Starts off with the bloodiest, mm-hmm. and I don't know if anyone, if you guys have seen the video yet, but like it's straight recorded in the hood, and I haven't seen it. Uh, I like it. There's a lot of good cuts from it. Okay. Um, but then like my second, oh fuck, <laughs> my next favorite song off of the first half would be Es Tales, just because of the vibe. Like it, it kind of reminds me of um. Almost like John Muir off of uh, Blank Face. Seriously? I love that song. Like, I think it's kind I of the vibe for it. What song is it? It's a, ES Tales. Okay. It's kind of like just a, just a riding song. Um, like hella dark type thing? I don't think it's like dark moody wise, like beat wise. Okay. Because um, John Muir is definitely like a yeah heavy <laughs> song. Mm-hmm. But um, at least in terms of like the, the in, like overall vibe to it. Yeah. Um, and then like you get rotation one twelve, mm-hmm. and that shit just feels like it's a hype song. It's not super hype, like win, but you know <laughs> it's it's there. Um, but then once you get past tap out, that's when it gets to like J Rock as like a real dude, because you get out of sight, out of mind with J Cole, and that shit's like it's. It's a hella chill song, but overall it feels like more serious. Like beat wise, it feels more serious. J Rock is rhyming more seriously. Like he's taking his shit more serious. Yeah, it's it's like more of a conversation with him rather than him like yelling at you. <laughs> um, but like then, I mean, they got King's Dead on the half track or second half, but it's a great song. Do I mean, you feel like it would have been like placed better in the first half. Yeah. Album? Okay. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Actually, yeah, I actually have to really agree with that because he's right. It's like all straight, like like that one feels like, super out of place on this half because Troopers is super chill. Um, broke plus minus. That was that was real. That was a real song. Yeah. <laughs> it get it gets you. And the feels. Um, and then you have the Wild Freestyle Kendrick. That uh, one should have been on. It it would have felt better on the first half, but it makes sense to have it towards the end of the album. 
kind of share everybody up? No, um, just because it's like, it's not really a track that anyone would listen to on its own, but kind of a track that... More like um, a bonus track, you mean? Yeah, kind of a bonus track. And like okay. a throwback to like old school J-Rock when he was doing mixtape and shit with, Kate, with uh, Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Like before Kendrick even blew up. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I really fuck with this album. I, I personally, I think J-Rock isn't that good of a rapper. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like... I feel like Top Dog literally has all these superstars and J-Rock was one of the first members and they just decided to keep him and like they, they can't just throw the man out because this man has been there from the you know he was the first you know, official artist on the that's Top what Dog. I'm saying and I think he's definitely the weakest out of all of them I well I mean then you got it's, it's Matt Skywalker I don't like him but personally like I don't think he's a great artist I don't know. I, I think it's just a different vibe from the rest of TDE. But like even his voice, he he doesn't to me. It doesn't strike as a rapper. Really, it's mm-hmm. it's it's like more like that dude in the background. He's, he's to me, he sounds like more like a hype man. Don't hate me for saying well, that. What's funny is Kendrick was actually his hype man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. How the tides have turned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, um, but uh, you were talking about like. Is it polarizing the, the first and second half? Is it is it like does it blend well or does it transition well? Um, because I haven't, I haven't listened no, to this project, which is why I'm not speaking on it. It's it doesn't really well or it doesn't transition very well. Um, it's kind of just just like not like a switch. Like well, a I mean, there's definitely like a vibe to the first and half, the first and second half of the album, but. Um, like when you go from tap out to OSM, it's like it's hard to say. <laughs> yeah, like it, it, it doesn't really flow too well. Like going from track to track, mm-hmm. it I suppose it does kind of well just because um, OSM has a pretty long intro, mm-hmm. like instrumental. But yeah. Um. Anyways, next up is uh. Like, now we're getting to my top three where it actually is, like, a solidified number to me. Okay. So, number three is evidence, whether or not. Um, so, the reason I like this one is just because when it came out, I didn't, I, I didn't, I honestly didn't listen to evidence before this. And just because he's associated with rhyme sayers and, like, atmosphere in them. I was like, fuck it, let me check it out. And it actually took me by surprise. Because overall, the beat selection is definitely very boom bap. Okay. What's but his name? I actually, evidence? I've honestly never heard of him. He's part of Dilated Peoples. Okay. Um, but, like, the rhyme style, it's a lot more laid back. But it definitely has, like, a West Coast feel to it. Because it's... Okay. Dudes from Venice. Boom bap mixed with that West Coast? Not, I mean, not necessarily in rhyme style. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of the, like, content. You know, the, the overall feel just felt like a good mix of both, both East Coast and West Coast. Interesting. Because, I don't know, it's, it's, it's an interesting album, like, overall because um, I definitely remember 
um, looking through some interviews with evidence as the album came out. And mm-hmm. um, what's funny is like each of his albums leading up to this one has been, all been weather related. Weather? Yeah. What do you mean? So like each album has been like like titled. Um, let me double check the exact names. But like his last album was Cats and Dogs. Okay. And the like his first like LP, like solo LP was uh, The Weatherman. So he was kind of saying that he took on this persona of the weatherman. So all of his tracks, like, they all relate to weather in some way. Because everyone thinks of Venice as, like, a super sunny place all the time. But in reality, it's kind of like San Francisco where it's, like, foggy 90% of the time. <laughs> I so, can see that, yeah. like, that fucks with you emotionally. <laughs> He's not always, like, living in that SoCal, like, beautiful sun. Just kind of depressed sometimes. Yeah, and it definitely shows on this one, especially because um, as he was writing this, his wife was battling cancer, and shortly after she passed away. Mm -hmm. And, um... Yeah. What's the name of this album again? Whether or Not. Spelled out, like, weather in the sky. That's dope. And, um... It's hard, because... He has a young son as well. Mm. So, yeah. Damn. It's hard for him, for sure. Yeah. Um, but how much of how much of that, that background you have on him drives, like, like we were talking about earlier, like context, right? Mm-hmm. How much of that drives, like, your, your appreciation for this project? So, I actually liked this project before I even knew about all that. Okay, okay. Um, I, like, I, I looked into it after the fact. So, because I was like, oh, well, what's, what's he all about? And... For whatever reason, I didn't realize that he was on Dilated Peoples. Um, I I also don't know who I thought Dilated Peoples were, <laughs> but um, now going back, I'm like, oh wow, that makes a lot of sense. Like, he definitely it makes sense for him to be on Dilated Peoples. Um, but in terms of how the album feels overall, it flows really well. There are a lot of tracks that sonically sound similar but the way that it's structured doesn't really make you feel like you're listening to the same song entirely like the whole way through he has a couple of features like actually a decent amount of features just kind of thrown out throughout the album um but it felt i don't know like is it, he felt very... Um, was it depressing? At times, yes. But also kind of like uplifting, too. It's... I don't know. It's, it's really hard for me to like put into words like how I feel about the album. It makes you cry, but also smile. Kind of, yeah. Um, I just made that up. I... Okay. Brag about it. <laughs> I don't know. I I just really like the album. <laughs> it's it, I mean it's a decently long album too, but how many it, tracks? Fuck, I don't know. It's that, like, that looks like a lot. It's a it's a decent amount of tracks. Yeah, but like lyrically, he's one of the best out there right now. Do you think so? Yeah, I really gotta check this guy out. Cause um, 
I mean, if you're into atmosphere and like Brother Ali and none, like anyone from Rhyme Sayers, you kind of have to know about him. <laughs> Just because he's, uh, I think even on like the first track, he's like, Rhyme Sayers number three, I'm the Slug and Ali. So, like, Slug being Slug from Atmosphere and Ali being Brother Ali. Mm-hmm. So he's like the third pillar of Rhyme Sayers. Um, so that that's honestly why I feel bad about not knowing about him until recently. Um, I don't know. It's, it's just overall the album just fucking solid. Um, the my number two spot is Daytona. Daytona. Um, it might just. I don't know if it's because it's the first of the Kanye produced albums. Or if it's just because I've been waiting for Kingfish for the longest fucking time. Because um, that motherfucker half, like I said, it was coming out mm. years ago. Mm-hmm. Or I just like Push D. But overall, it sounds like the most solid project that Kanye has produced. At least in terms of like this last month. Yeah. Um, Production-wise, lyric-wise, it was probably the only one that was... Or it was the only one that came out on time. <laughs> like, that shit actually dropped at midnight. And it wasn't delayed for no fucking reason. Um, like, Nas not knowing what a computer is. But, I don't know. Like, it got a decent amount of protect, uh, attention. Yeah. Especially because of infrared. Mm-hmm. And... How that kind of like shook Drake <laughs> enough to the point where he had to make a response to it the same day. I think like a like a day or two late, or like it was really quick right after. Yeah. Um, but I think because it was on all over the top three or top five, we'll just go more in depth later on. Sure. Yes. We're gonna solve that a third time. So. All right, you're right. You're yeah, right. I don't want to go. I don't want to repeat ourselves too much. What's your number one? Number one is the Book of Ryan by Royce of Five Nine. Okay. Um, I know a lot of people think it's a long ass album, or they don't feel it. Mm. But I've been because I've been following Royce since 2008. Um, so he's shown a lot of growth. And even on his last album, um, Layers, that came out, I think, last year, that one definitely showed a more introspective um, into Royce's life. And it literally pulled back layers. So you get an idea of like where he's coming from and how he feels about everything. But Wait, was it more recent than uh, Prime 2 came out, right? Prime 2 came out in between. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Prime 2 came out, I think, like a month before... Um, the Book of Ryan? Yeah. Something like that. Um, but with The Book of Ryan, it felt like we got a really good look into Royce's like upbringing. Because there are tra- like throughout the entire album, he's talking about his parents, his brothers, and all the shit that happened like growing up. Because there's literally a track called Saving Ryan, or, um, or Protecting Ryan, I think. Yeah, they're, yeah, protecting Ryan, and that is a track just kind of going into depth about his older brother Greg, like looking out for him all the time, and then 
when Greg gets into shit, like he got sent to jail and shit because he straight up almost killed a dude because he was protecting Ryan. <laughs> and throughout that whole interlude track, he really goes into the like he <sighs> sort of like the the, the emotional weight. That, yeah, that, like he, he feels like he was responsible for his brother's outcome, basically, right? Something yeah. Like that? And like he felt responsible, yeah, responsible for it because his parents were always looking out for Ryan, and like I don't know, he just felt like he should kind of um, bring that to light, you know, yeah. like pay pay his dues, like pay it back in some capacity. Yes, yeah. Because yeah. um, he also talks about his younger brother throughout the whole album as well, um, Kid Vicious, which who actually shows up on a bunch of albums with him in the past. Um, but yeah, like you get you get a lot of a lot of Royce on this album, like just so much introspective into him. Um, but you also get Royce spitting bars like just on random ass tracks, because like tracks like fucking like legendary. The beat doesn't seem like a track that anyone could really rap over and rap well over. But this motherfucker did it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Like, the only thing I don't like about this album, at least as far as the version on Spotify, the bonus track version, is that Logic is on it. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I don't want to talk about Logic, but that motherfucker needs to get over the fact that he's biracial. Did he doesn't need to bring that in this song? He fucking yelled it. I'm biracial! He, he fucking yelled that he's he doesn't know what he is even though he's literally been talking about it since 2008 yeah I'm I'm over it I don't give oh, anyways I'm, moving on mm. yeah I think um Royce to 5-9 I've honestly never really been the biggest fan of him mm. he's a good rapper that, um, well I mean that's understandable because in the past he was super corny he's talking about like bad meets evil like with Eminem Around that era, oh like around God. Slaughterhouse and before, that like the Hariana bullshit. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that was honestly kind of funny, but yeah, but he was like when I honestly I found out he was part of Prime later, mm. and when I found out it was the same dude from you know Bad Meets Evil, yeah, I was like, wait, what? Like I was really confused, mm. and then. That's literally Royce to five nine. I I just kind of found that out. Like, <laughs> honestly, I was. Uh... Oh, speaking of Prime though, um, DJ Premier actually produced one of Evidence's tracks. Just want to throw that out there. Throw that out there. I forgot to mention it earlier. Yeah. I mean, it, it comes down to that that whole thing where it's like we're not we're not disregarding their technical prowess in terms of of like rapping and stuff like that mm-hmm. but it's, it's music you know yeah there's just it's just it's not just like oh he can spit bars or he's like right. deep and something that's just yeah the, like you mean beat wise yeah just like just you got general get, symbiosis you, get you know right? yeah, yeah, yeah yeah like if you don't I mean that I think that's a problem with for your eyes only honestly like it was it was a good there's some really sentimental songs on there but his beats, I mean, 
I mean, we talked about it last time, dude. Jake only <laughs> stop making his own beats. Yeah. His own beats are okay. He just needs to hire a uh, legit producer. That or I mean, just just what experiment. You, imagine <laughs> if J Cole like in knowledge. Or no, excuse, excuse me, no worries. No, 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 you're no, right. Yeah. Or Ninth Wonder or yeah. Mad Lib. Yeah, like any of them would be. Literally fun. anyone else. Yeah, literally. DJ Khaled? No, I'm just kidding. I mean, on the top of J. Cole, you might as well start <laughs> breaking down yours. Really? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I am going to start off with number five, which is KOD. Um. It's J. Cole. I mean, personally, he's been one of my favorite rappers since, I mean, Born Center. That's when I really started listening uh-huh. to him. And I always thought that this guy was, like, he was great. I mean, he was cheesier then, definitely. Yeah. But I think even watching him go to, like, Forest Hill Drive, he, like, I was like, holy shit, this is J. Cole. He matured a lot. Yeah, definitely. And then, like, he took, like, everything from Born Center into um you know into Forest Hill Drives he like he kind of like just like you know fuck that shit this this is J. Cole but then he kind of did it again with 4 Years Only and that was kind of the disappointment and I kind of think he redeemed himself with KOD did he? I think so it's like like his beats were a little more upbeat like that's the thing we were just talking about he's gotta gotta he's gotta grab attention from people you know what I mean I think not all the songs on that album were solid. On That's Coyote why or Fire Eyes only? Coyote. Okay. I think um, production-wise, he like like we said, we could he could have got somebody else. But there are songs that I continuously go back to. For instance, like Kevin's Heart. Yeah. That that song was great. I mean, it, it's super chill. Like motivate ATM brackets no friends and the fact that he kind of introduced his alter ego, Kill Edward. I mean, that's pretty sick. Yeah. Like you know, kind of like how Metal Face does it. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he his has multiple. <laughs> yes. So I mean, and it's what was it? 1985. That was his kind of his introduction. It was his intro to the fall off, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of speculation that J Cole is going to drop a Kill Edward album, and I think wasn't it like one of an executive producer on this this album said that J Cole made this whole album in two weeks. Yeah, somewhere. That's like that. kind of phenomenal, if you ask me. Yeah, I you mean, change the game. Production wise and lyrics, it's actually pretty solid throughout. Yeah. Personally, it's not something that I go back to too often. Yeah. Just because yeah. I'm not super into like trap beats and stuff. Yeah. And that's why um, I think KOD isn't. That's why I was really kind of conflicted even to put this on my top five. Right. Because there are some songs that. To me, are kind of sloppy. He's kind of going back to that "For Your Eyes Only" type vibe, uh-huh. which personally, I like. It's a it's a good album. Don't get me wrong, but it's definitely not his best work. Like when I first heard KOD, I thought it was it was all right. Uh-huh. I was actually disappointed because I know I was like, I don't know if you've seen me posting on my Instagram. Holy shit! Like J Cole's gonna drop an album. Yeah, like he now said what like that weekend of. That we have, yeah. Like I was so hyped in like the cover art, and I was like, "Holy shit, what the hell is this gonna be about?" Mm-hmm. You know. And I think um, J Cole is definitely better on features, though. 
Uh, did we talk about that last yeah, time? Yeah, no, we talked about it like just outside of the podcast too. Did we? Like, we like feature Cole better than album Cole. Yeah, like I, I said that at work. Yeah. Like when this album came out, and do you know how much people were hating on me that day? They're like, dude, are you serious? You think KOD's trash? I'm like, I mean, it's Bruh, not the really? best album. But I mean, there's people like legit just kind of like, like the fuck. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? What you mean? But I mean, then I literally showed him what was it? Uh, what song? Is it? It's a song with Cause actually, which is actually my number three. But um, he also comes on Bobble Boat with yeah. Royce the Five Nine. There's another song I was thinking of. But I think with that production or American. American, American Dream, Dream, yeah. With that, like, Jeezy. With Jeezy and Kendrick. Kendrick was on the chorus. Yeah. Or yeah. the outro. Yeah, that shit was kind of disappointing. But, I mean, featuring no, J. Cole is definitely, like... He brings it. Yeah, definitely. Like, he'll steal the show. Oh, yeah. But like, consistently. When he's by himself, that whole no features thing, how do you feel about that? I think it's... it's ego stroking to a degree you think like so? very much so yeah yeah because yeah, i mean he produces his own his own albums and you know and to have not have anybody else be involved it's like I, I mean no hate to be fair though i haven't listened to kod like more than once i don't think and mm-hmm. i never listened through the entirety of for your eyes only mm-hmm. and i like j cole too mm-hmm. like everything leading up to that four still drives and just uh all his mixtapes and stuff like that mm-hmm. oh yeah definitely so that's why I was even kind of conflicted on putting him here. Like it was, it was a three-way tie between this, the Black Panther album, because personally I thought for a soundtrack produced by Kendrick Lamar for the most part, I thought that was that was killer. You don't, you never really find that, and especially, you know, it is a lot of artists that are featured. You know, and Kendrick, yeah. he, he wasn't, shadow- yeah, yeah, he he wasn't overshadowing all the other artists that were there. If anything, he'd do like little like snippets, and then he'd be done, and he'd like hand it off to the other artist. Yeah, yeah. he just sort of like used his own clout to bring light to exactly. all the other talent. Exactly, like, that's where you got Sob XRV. Oh yeah, <laughs> which yeah. their album was kind of disappointing. Mm, not really my flavor. Um, no, but going back to J Cole's features, like even on like the title track, he was like, uh, "How come you don't you won't get a few features? You think I, I think I should? How about I don't?" <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, going back, it's definitely ego stroking. Like, J. Cole thinks that he doesn't need no features. Well, at least that's what it sounds like. He's, I think he's, even though he has a good message, like, his purpose in music is actually, like, more positive than most rappers today. Yeah. I think, yeah, he needs to kind of put his ego aside. <laughs> like, there's nothing wrong with, like, not doing everything yourself. Like, that's what producers are for you know I mean I'm not talking about Ghostwriter or nothing like that because that man can clearly rap but like as far as producing or even fucking advertising yeah exactly like J. Cole could be a way better artist like if it if he didn't do everything by himself we need another like Dreamville mixtape yeah. Like, get balls and cause on that shit. Mm-hmm. And even uh, Earth Gang. Earth Gang, J.I.D. Earth Gang. Mm-hmm. Shit, he got J.I.D. now. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So. <laughs> yeah. Leading back Black Hippie? Oh, yeah. Leading, but leading back into your, like, sort of expectations for the project, right? How how did, like, like knowing his previous discography, 
did you see for your eyes only as like just like a brief aside and the, like this was just like a like a experimental sort of thing for him like it was gonna be like a one-off and then like and then he goes back to yeah because yeah. you said you had expectations for for this project for for your eyes or coyote or for coyote i thought he was gonna go back yeah like kind of like to four sills or before mixtape hole uh four still okay because i like when i would listen to the first track like the whole intro verse that felt like mixtape hole yeah, and he was just that motherfucker was hungry. I mean, yeah. The song, yeah. the well, the how, how many songs were on there? There wasn't a lot, like ten or yeah. twelve, something like that. So in a sense, it felt more like a mixtape than an actual album to me. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, he literally supposedly produced it in two weeks. Yeah, but yeah. All right, and moving on to my number four would be "Everything Is Loved" by the Carters. Oh yeah. Uh, again, he, they kind of just to me said "fuck you, Kanye, <laughs> fuck you, Nazir." Where the shit, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, like, what did you think about the album overall? Like, I thought it was great. Yeah, I listened to it three times fully. Uh huh. Um, my that's favorite. That's yeah, that's it. <laughs> I mean, we're getting all these new songs, man. You're right. And that shit just came out like two weeks ago. Yeah. So I think. For me personally, I think that introduction was probably the best. Summer. Summer was great. I think I thought I thought it was like like kind of an intro, like the perfect intro to it. Yeah. Like I think a lot of song or a lot of albums, um, the introduction is kind of what like really captivates me. Yeah. If that's really good, I know the rest is gonna be good. That's definitely how I feel about a bunch of albums. <laughs> yeah. Like IDK's album. Yeah. Like fucking Daytona. Mm-hmm. Like set the mood. Summer was great. Um, but pers- then it goes into ape shit, though. That's the part that I was literally just going to discuss. I'm not a big fan of that song. Really? Yeah. You're I think it's it. too trappish. I mean, well, it's, it's, it's a straight amigo song. Yeah, that I'm they not a big fan. Of, yeah. Rope. I'm not a big fan of amigos personally. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're decent. I'll, I'll listen to them like at a party, but you know, why are you go to parties? Don't. Oh, I don't got shit. friends either. But you know. <laughs> Like when I don't think Jay Z and Beyonce are for trap music. I don't think they they should really stick with that. I think they should stick. I mean, with it, was, what it was definitely a one off song because yeah. the rest of the album was not like that at all. Kind of. There, there <laughs> yeah. was some influence. Definitely, like just with everything, it's like a yes, we can sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they they did it, but yeah. I don't they think don't they should to stick it. with it. Because I mean, I just I'm not a big fan of that sound personally. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's decent. I'll listen to it in the background when I'm at a party or whatever the hell it is. Again, but why are you lying? <laughs> what are you guys married or some shit? So, <laughs> there's only um, three songs I actually didn't like uh-huh. from that whole album. It was Ape Shit and Boss and Nice. Really? Yeah. Okay. Honestly. I thought everything else was smooth. Like, it, it gave me that really, it gave me a happy feel. Like it was like good love. to vibe. Yeah, exactly. It was good to vibe. You know what I mean? That's yeah. I mean, I get. I, I personally didn't feel bo- uh, boss like mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. but I fuck with everything else. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. Like it. I mean, like it doesn't flow very well. Like no. they have like those super hype songs all of a sudden. Yeah, like and especially because yeah. it's Beyonce and Jay Z. Like I know they like you said they're royalty. You know, but They're like, married. They, yeah. 
I mean, but they might have just wanted to put this shit out before the on the run tour. Yeah, hey, why not? Get everybody hyped for like a minute. The crowd going ape shit. Yeah, going ape shit. That's probably where they did it. But I mean, everything else personally, I I fucking loved. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was super. Like Seven one three. Yeah, actually, I did like that one. <laughs> Shout out Houston. Yeah, <laughs> them Houston rappers. <laughs> but um, I thought um, that's gonna make a. I think it's gonna be kind of. It's gonna be a staple in hip hop, honestly. Cause Is it? They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're combining as one. Even after all that shit that they went through, yeah, they came together as the Carters. Not even their own artists, but together as the Carters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't really see that hmm. too much, at least. I mean, how many Jay Zs and Beyonces do we have? Four. Oh shit! <laughs> what you mean? There's th- there's two other Jay Zs? Five. Can you do math, dude? <laughs> okay, so that was that was the Carters, though. Yeah. What else you got? Okay, so number three is gonna be affected by cause. Yeah. Yeah. I I personally I love cause. I what was his cause and affected <laughs> cause and affected. That was his first album, right? Or cause and effect. Cause and effect. Yeah. I think it's one of those. Um, to me, I think he's kind of the prodigy of uh-huh. J Cole. Like, J. Cole has put so much work into this man. Has like he? he? Yeah, he, uh, he was giving him, like, fucking homework, practically. Oh, yeah, you were telling me that. Yeah, like, this dude, like, J. Cole doesn't really invest that much. So, I mean, we don't know that, like, how much time he actually invests in people. Dreamville. Dreamville, of course. But, like, out of everyone in Dreamville, I think, you know, let's say, let's say this is Top Dog. Yeah. I think Cause is kind of more like the schoolboy Q. Does that make sense? Okay. Or would that be like the schoolboy Q to like the Kendrick? Yes. With J. Cole being like Kendrick. Okay, okay. I mean, yeah. they're both pretty up there. Yeah, probably. In a sense, but what I'm trying to say is J. Cole is carrying Cause. Uh-huh. And if you listen to Cause, I mean, if you don't know who Cause is, he's a great artist. He's on, he's on Dreamville. Um, he's from LA, I think, right? I'm not sure exactly where he's from, but. If you ask me, he is one of the most underrated rappers. Yeah. At the moment. I mean, I definitely fucked with his last album. Yeah. Like, he has... How do you explain his style? It's definitely gritty. It's kind of dark. It's really different. Yeah. Like, his flow and everything is like... Yeah. It's not typical. <laughs> no, but it works. That's that's why he's, he's kind of, in a sense, experimental. Uh-huh. But... Also traditional. Does that make sense? Like he kind of has like a yeah, like it's kind of like that. That to me, it sounds a lot like Schoolboy Q's um, habits and contradictions. Blank faced album. Really? I think it's kind of dark like that. Like his beat wise, yeah. I I would honestly go more with like Schoolboy's like uh, setbacks mixtape. But do you see? Do you see where I'm kind of putting him like close to Schoolboy? Yeah, not he as hype though. Not as hypey. Right, know, right. right. Like he doesn't get as turnt, but he when, definitely has a more like turn up feel, more so than like anyone else on Dreamville. Yeah, definitely. So I would say he's kind of more like the the hype man of Dreamville in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like he's not necessarily the father, but he's like <clears throat> kind of the son. You know what I mean? But a Snapchat isn't fire though. I, I've never seen a Snapchat. 
It's not the same as schoolboys. Oh. <laughs> so, with that being said, I think Kaz is definitely underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, he's what, kind of what, got, what? he's got like kind of some West Coast like vibes to it. You know? Yeah. And also turnt as shit. Uh-huh. But also, you can kind of sympathize, you know, with the man. Yeah. Like, he, he'll, he'll get really deep sometimes. And that, I yeah. think that's the J. Cole in him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think, uh, yeah, he's kind of got, like, the best of both worlds. <laughs> um, no, but, so, what, what tracks off that album do you think, like, stand out, though? Because, like, when I listen through it, like... I don't know. I probably didn't listen to it enough or mm-hmm. pay too much attention to I've it. I've gone back to the album. Uh-huh. Um, I think his intro, again, may have a whole thing with yeah. introductions. Questions was good. Yeah. Hustler Story, that one's featuring Kendrick Lamar. I like Affected. Yeah, Affected was great. Beat um, was dope. Yeah. Um, what else does he have? He has uh, Demons and Distractions. I think that one kind of went a little off when he started singing. Like I don't know if you've, if you've known if you remember. I, I think mean, I honestly don't remember. It's like he started off good, but when he he can't sing for shit, that's my thing with it. But like, isn't that kind of the point most of the time? Like when in rap, a way, because like when rappers sing, it was almost of, cringy. Oh, like it's like J Cole. I mean, I'm sorry, Jay Z trying to sing. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's not good. Freaky I mean, Forty Five was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, proof. You know, you got Badu featuring uh, Currency. That one was great. Okay. Affected, we just talked about right. that one. And I think my personal favorite has to be Zendaya. Uh-huh. And that is featuring J. Cole. And again, okay. that's kind of him, like, giving him a torch. You know what I mean? Like, oops, J. Cole, um, I think he goes first, right? Does he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't. I honestly don't. I haven't given it enough listens, so I can't say. Yeah. Is it Tyler Zendaya, like the the actress? Yeah. Like, okay. He's talking about how it's kind of about her. Okay. He's like, hey, my homie Ooh. wants you. My homie Claus wants you, Zendaya. So what's up? Ooh. That's pretty much what it is. But I'm not, they're just fucking around. But I mean, is it anything like uh, the Knock the Hustle remix off his uh, off Cause and Effect? In terms low of low key. Yeah, like, yeah. In terms of like that dynamic. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot like that. Okay, I would say it's a That's lot dope. like that. Yeah. So I think these two together personally are great. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm a big fan of J Cole. You know, and then this is his prodigy in my eyes, at least. And I think um, it definitely deserves to be. It's really underrated, if you ask me. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, but are you a, so? Where would you put? Like, like you definitely put Cause like right below J Cole in terms of Dreamville. Yeah. Okay. Right below, and then I put Boss probably, and then Earth Gang. Okay. Oh, actually, we got JID now. JID is pretty, pretty mm, up there. That's hella tough now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Shit, he might be the new schoolboy. No. No, you don't think so. He might be like the new Kendrick. You think so? You think he'll take J Cole's place? He might. You serious? Yeah. What do you think? I haven't listened to the project, but I'll give it a listen if Sean's making that statement. I'm going to fight you again. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, after the podcast, we already established this. (laughs) I mean, I'm kind of glad that we're not wearing the same hat now that I realize you're wearing the Pray For Me hat. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was literally about to wear the same shit. This motherfucker's wearing damn anyway. I'm wearing my damn shirt, that yellow. I'm over here repping that uh, Toronto. Happy, uh, Happy Canada Day. 
We got that Pray For Me hat on Kenny. This is America. Not Kung Fu Kenny, though. Get the fuck out of here, Sean. <laughs> this is America. All right. <laughs> so, moving... Know, but, like, but based off of that, how do you feel about, like, like Boz's album? Like, do you think... Wait. Like, because Boz is going to get dropped an album Yeah, summer. he's going to drop an album soon, right? Yeah. He, he hasn't dropped it yet, though. No, I but... Think like, do you think it's going to be, like, the same sort of feel? Or... I think it's going to be a little bit more trappish. Yeah. I think, uh, will he drop a song about Pinball? Yeah, yeah. I think it was leaning more towards trap, but it wasn't like that type of trap, like that SoundCloud type shit. It was his own shit. It was influenced. Yeah, like this fool like infused it with like some great lyricism. Like that's why I think, yeah, Boz is pretty great too. I think Dreamville is great. They're underrated as fuck. Hell yeah, they're underrated. Like I was listening to some shit the other day. I was listening to Pinball in my car. I had a friend in there. He's like, what the hell is this? And I like, I had to put them on and they like them a lot now. Hey, shit. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Alright, uh, what you got next? So, number two would be Daytona by Pusha T. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, we've already talked about this a lot. Um, Why do you like the album? I love the album, actually. I don't like it. I think... Why do um, marry it? Huh? never made it to you, Sean. No, he's my son. I think um, Daytona kind of put Pusha T like out there more. Back into the spotlight. Hell yeah, back into the spotlight. This man was kind of MIA. Like, what what was his last album? It came out what two years ago? No, um, it was was two years ago. Yeah, fuck. It was it was like a uh, prelude to King Push. Yeah, which one? Was sort of or like that was like the um, subtitle to it. Um, hold up, I'm pull up real quick. Yeah, because all it's, the next project we were gonna get from him was King Push because that's all we've been hearing about. For it me. was King Push, Darkest Before the Dawn, the Prelude, <laughs> and Pre- then Daytona Prelude. Then, Paradise. but when did uh, when did the Prelude come out? Um, 2016. Was it 2016? I thought it was. Was it? I thought it was last year. 2015, actually. Oh, man, I was even more off. Ago. So it's been, it's been a while since we've been in high school, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So going back to Daytona, I think um, they put him back up there for sure. And I think a lot of people may have heard his name. Like, what was it on fucking I Don't Like, you know, with Kanye West? Yeah. He was on that, right? Um, yeah, yeah, he was the first person to rap on that. Okay. Yeah, so he was on that. Um, it was also all over my beautiful directors of him. Yeah. 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 A lot of with Kanye a lot. Um, I mean, he's present good music. Yeah. We we did talk about this last time. He um, his probably to me before this album dropped, his best song was "Trouble on My Mind." If you yeah. ask me, but that's again we talked about it because. He was featured with Tyler Creator, and Tyler Creator was yeah like That's phenomenal. Then one of your tops. Yeah, to, to me, Tyler Creator is like one of the best of all time. But going back to Daytona, boat, <laughs> boat, best of all time, boat, boat. that boy the boat, little boat. Um, I think honestly, Push T probably has the best intro tracks. Oh like, yeah. consistently. Yeah, like, like even he, he does a lot of introductions. Doesn't his, he? Like his intro track on Daytona uh-huh. was fire, crazy, and then yeah. his intro track off of um, the Prelude uh-huh. was one of the best I've ever heard. Uh-huh. And then King Push off of um, My Name Is My Name, mm-hmm. um, whatever that was called, mm-hmm. 
Like that shit was fucking dope too. And then he did the intro to Kissy Ghosts. Uh, like, that, that shit was phenomenal. He's 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 a great opener. Yeah. And I think they did the right thing for putting him first. Yeah. I mean, he was that, the that opener to the fucking yeah. surgical summer. Every like he just hooked everybody up. Everybody's like, God damn, and then Kanye's gonna drop his shit, which was kind of a letdown. But I mean I just think the album overall, again, we talk about production wise, that Kanye that's Kanye at his best. Yeah. Yeah, like he definitely put his time in on that. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't wait till the last minute. Uh yeah. or after. Yeah, definitely. He wasn't like, Oh shit, this shit was due. My bad. I'm gonna turn it in late. Can I get, get can I get some credit? <laughs> But I will say this, I think he did go after Drake for attention. If it wasn't for Infrared, I think this album would be very low. Like, I mean, not low. It's still a great album, but it wouldn't get a lot of attention. Yeah, You know what I mean? I think that's what a lot of rappers do, and he's the first one to fucking push, or like make fucking Drake bleed, at least. You know what I mean? He pushed him. That boy pushed it. Because his Adidon come out. After? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it started with Infrared. Yeah, because Adidon was... And was it Duffy Fist, Massacre. Adidon yeah. was... Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm saying that as, like, a Drake damn near stand. Like, Adidon was so good. <laughs> so, you touched me on Drake again. Just listening to the Scorpion kind of makes you feel bad for Drake. <laughs> Low-key, but he kind of... <laughs> He kind of picked up on that J. Cole, Kanye thing. He kind of did everything. Not last minute. J. Cole? Yeah, like with KOD. Oh, Supposedly it was produced two weeks. But um, that whole Kanye thing. Like, you know, he kind of... I mean, if he makes some great-ass, like, some tracks like that. Yeah. In the matter of that time. Drake? Yeah. 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 Like, that's good. And if we're talking about the, like, the whole... The Carters sort of, like, overshadowing Vizier thing. The 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 Jay-Z. Oh, my God. Mm. Dude, were you talking about with Drake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was talk more, talk up, talk up, talk up, talk it up. That that sample, oh they, what they sample, dope man. Yeah, dope man. That shit was fire. I think that might be one of my favorite on Scorpion, honestly. Bro, talk it up was. I mean, and then you got of course talk up. Sorry, you're talk right. up. Yeah. yeah, and then you got Jay Z being. You know, getting into that whole death of X. <laughs> Y'all at X died. And Zimmerman. You know, he killed Trayvon Martin. Like, oh, thanks, thanks for reminding us. I apologize. Too soon. Pulling out. It's been three years. Four years. No, don't pour one out of the mic. <laughs> How would they hear it otherwise? <laughs> no, but that shit was fucking dope, though. Daytona was definitely... Like, even our in our group chat for um, for work. Yeah. Like I put that shit, I think yeah that was my top one like the like releases in June. Mm-hmm. Like that shit was beautiful. Like it didn't. I don't know because like it came out the same day as testing. Oh, I listened. Boy. I listened to testing first. Yeah, me too. And I'm like, yo, this is long as hell. Then I listened to Daytona and I listened to it back to back like three times. I'm like. Oh shit! Wait. Oh, this this already went over itself. I I didn't realize like how short it really was, but like I don't know. It's it's a good way to digest an album. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely. Yeah, I it, Daytona is gonna be up there for a while. If yeah. you ask me. You think it's gonna make your uh, your year end? 
Probably. Yeah. I think so. I think so. Um, all right. What you got next? My number one is Consumer Park by Chuck Strangers. Mm. Uh, if you don't know Chuck Strangers, he's a member of Pro Era. He's not. He's not new. But he's always been like in the shadows. It's like, always been on features. Yeah, and what he was on in 1999 with Joey Badass. Back before Pereira was really a thing. Uh, actually, <laughs> exactly. speaking of Joey, though, uh, he has a feature on on Question Mark with Tenacious. Yeah, with Tenacious. Dude, that, that shit is fuego. It is so good. Infinity? Yeah, yeah. I love listening to that. That is yes, my shit. Um, but what, why'd you like that one? So, Chuck Strangers, I mean, production wise, that's not like some Ghostface shit to me. Okay. Like, I mean, I think... The beats are low-key enough. Yeah, like, it's chill, but it's also to that point where it's, it's dark and gritty. Yeah, it's yeah. like raw, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I love about Ghostface. And it's, I don't know, you got a new kind of, well, not, well, he's kind of, in a sense, a new generation. But he's, he's also keeping it old school, you know what I mean? He's like traditional boom bap. Yeah, exactly, but... I think um, he deserves a lot of credit because this is also his first album. Mm-hmm. And to, to be an album this great, like, I know he's really underrated. Like, a lot of you maybe never even heard of him. I mean, so for, for those of them that haven't listened to it yet, yeah. what, what are some standout tracks? What are some what? Standout tracks. Standout tracks. Um, let's see. Because personally, I wanted to keep... I, like I like Chuck Strangers enough that I wanted him to be on my top five, uh-huh. but I haven't given it enough enough listens to really mm. give it that spot and talk about it. You know. So for one, um, it's it's kind of a short album. It's fourteen songs. It's it's roughly roughly short. You know, it's, it's a good it's a good amount. Mm-hmm. Um, for one, he dropped out. I think it was fresh as like a single. Or was it Star Wars? It might have been Star Wars or uh-huh. single. Star Wars or fresh, sounds like it would be one of them. Yeah. Or I think so. So he dropped that. Um, and to me, I was like, oh shit, who the hell is this guy? Like, I follow Joey Badass and Pro Era on YouTube, and they dropped a video before they actually even dropped a song. Right. So I heard that, and I was like, god damn, who is this guy? Like, it started off really, like, kind of, like, orchestrated. And yeah. then it kind of went for more, like, like raw after that like it's like two parts the song okay. and um, is it that or uh, 1010 no it's not oh, 1010 10 I'm pretty sure it's Star Wars let me I'm just gonna let me see cause I did I had, like, I had gone back earlier this week it was fresh yeah okay. fresh that's the one that came out first so like I'm not saying like Joey Badass is parts in the torch to this guy but he's definitely shedding more light on him cause I mean you know it's it's pro era. If, if you don't really know them, they're kind of like the foundation of like they're they're, they're new school. They're new. They're the new boom bap. Yes, basically. but they're keeping it traditional, and they got a new lot beats, of respect by hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, I think a lot of good ones are Star Wars. You know, um, No Dice is good. Mm-hmm. Um, Backward Falls. The introduction was great. Ten Ten Wins Part One and Two. Um, even Sile song, have you heard that one? Which one? It's he, he doesn't come in it at all. It's just Chuck oh, Strange. Okay. Like it's it's on the album, but I think the song before um, it was just some girl singing and it was like that trick, like kind of like that ghost face. 
Okay. I think you know how he always has kind of like like the interludes where it's yeah. just like kind of some random yeah exactly okay. so it was that and then it was like it was a beautiful girl like a beautiful voice excuse me right you know it was a girl's voice singing and it kind of captivated me hmm. like I was like god damn this shit's good and he kind of gave you her own song it's wow. called Style Song that's dope so like it's up there mm-hmm. like it was, it's just really it's chill it's, it's hella chill and it's definitely some shit you just like just kind of chill like relax to you know mm-hmm. what I mean and it's lyrically, it's great, if you ask me. Right. I mean, the we saw we saw him live. Yeah. We saw him uh, when we went to the Joey Badass concert. I think we talked about we this did, last we time. We mentioned it. He's not. <laughs> he didn't seem enthusiastic in person, which honestly, was honestly a letdown to me. Well, to be fair, it's it's a low key album. It is. So the vibe that he gave was appropriate for the performance. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, even when we went to go see Big Crit, like you don't expect to hear like hype shit on Big Crit. Yeah, like, it's it's gonna be more low key shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like I, I wasn't surprised, mm-hmm. but comparing it to the rest of the the people that are there, you know, it it was a different vibe altogether, uh, which we touched on last time anyway. So don't want to yeah reiterate ourselves too much. Yeah, but like. As an artist that has been around for a long time, it's but nice never to, ever had that recognition. It's nice that he has his actual album. Yeah, like if you haven't listened to him, definitely check him out. If you're like a real fan of that old school hip hop, that shit's gonna put you right. That traditional new. new York style shit. Yeah, because they, yeah, they're from New York. You know, it's kind of that, that East Coast feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like, so what made you put this over everything else? Because he's fresh. Yeah, he's fresh. I mean, he's again not a new artist, but he, to me, he put himself on there. Huh. He put himself up there, and he kind of did it like not necessarily with the help of Joey Badass. Yeah, like he's featured on some songs. There wasn't a whole lot of promotion, right? Yeah, like they he they literally just would drop the video, a couple singles later, and all of a sudden, hey, we got an album. Hey. Like I saw it, like I was, I go through Spotify like every Thursday night, and I seen you know Chase Strange. Like, oh goddamn, all right. Like so, you you were following Broer on YouTube and shit. So that's how you knew of Chuck Strange before then, right? Uh yeah, that's when I um, let's say discovered him. Oh. He yeah would drop random singles, but they weren't consistent. Like he was gonna drop an album. So did any of the singles like? Was it just like in the last? year or so or like uh, I want to say he dropped one in maybe January uh-huh. January February he dropped a single and the, when did we when did his album drop when did we go his album dropped I want to say a month ago or two months ago probably like, like April I think maybe so but a couple months it's just kind of um, it's really spaced out I wasn't expecting an album but what I did get from him I really enjoyed hmm and I think he's really undiscovered, really underrated. Okay. And I think people should definitely tune into him. You think he's going to maintain the number one spot? In a way, I'm kind of hoping not because I'm kind of wanting to hear... I want to hear better music because, I mean, 2018, we've got a lot of, you know, we got a lot of songs, we got a lot of artists dropping, you know, new songs, but... Or new albums, excuse me. But we haven't... Nothing... Well, I mean, we've had things that have sticking out. 
Yeah. But I want better because uh, the albums that we have gotten from these a lot of artists, they weren't really staples. Uh-huh. They to me they felt like kind of throwaway really? albums. Yeah. In wow. a sense. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. I was disappointed many times this year. Okay. I mean, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in regards to... Because you brought up Cause earlier, and then you brought up Chuck Strange, right? And mm-hmm. you talked about Torch Passing. But the thing you brought up with Chuck Strange is that you like you, you didn't bring up the fact that he needed Joey to sort of like stand out on his own. Not really. Versus Cause, Cause yeah. where, where you felt like as a duo... You know, they sort of like it. It sort of enhanced yeah. his career. So, I mean, is there anyone like? Yeah, I think because I mean, if you listen to the production on uh, Consumer Park, it's it carries itself. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have too many features. Mm-hmm. It has it's mostly Chuck Strangers, and I think he kind of his voice is big enough for him not to be carried. You know what I mean? Cause I think he needed a little bit of help. Like okay. I mean, cause I mean, cause and affected his his first album was that his first album? Cause and effect. Yeah. yeah, cause and effect. It was. Um, he still you can still see that he needed a little help, and with this new album that he came out, he got that help, and this is the outcome of it. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the, I guess the the question Mark's trying to get to is like, who who has the more promising like long term career? Do you feel like? That is one of the toughest. I think if Chuck Strangers doesn't do as much promotions or get more attention, even like, because yeah, I'm Joey Badass is kind of leaning more, less towards that boom bap classic hip hop. Yeah. I think if Chuck Strangers also follows that, he'll get a lot more recognition. But I think even cause like nobody really knows him honestly. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like Chuck Strangers is. He has one less album than Cause. Yeah. But also, his style is pretty different from Joey's. Yeah. Whereas Cause, it's similar enough to J. Cole, where Correct. they mesh well. Yeah. I mean, Joey would probably, like, he'll, he'll fit on any of the, on the tracks there. Mm-hmm. But it might not mesh as well as all. I see. No, so. I, I guess. I have to agree. Uh, I mean, and also if you're going back to like, kind of passing the torch. Mm-hmm. Would like, who do you think a pro era would even like get the torch next? I hope Nick Caution. Okay. I I think Nick Caution is also very underrated. Mm-hmm. Like, um, what's that song we all have together? It's on their album, Audiopium. They have. I think everybody from uh, Pro Era, uh-huh. or most people, and then Nick Caution kind of carried it. If really? you ask me, him and Joey, because I mean Joey was just the chorus, really. Okay. Everybody else was like your DC. You had uh, Kirk Knight on there. Yeah. Towards the end, I mean, it was that's you know Kirk Knight's kind of the closer. Like, all right, that's it. Because he's not really he's a better producer than he is a rapper yes. for sure. And then after that, they even had uh, Capital Steez on there. Uh, yeah. Like he was just rapping. He yeah. even like that's where they got the influence. Right. He, started, right. he said Audiopium, and that's what the whole song's kind of influenced on. But Nick Caution definitely stuck out. He yeah. even kind of overshadowed Joey. But I think that's because again, Joey was his chorus. Just pretty much a chorus. Yeah. 
Uh, I, that's actually what I was gonna say. I, I feel like Nick Caution's probably the next. Yeah. Next one in yeah. line, at least. Yeah. Definitely. In terms of overall, mm-hmm. like sound and just rhyming and everything. Mm-hmm. But. Uh. <laughs> um. Uh. Y'all got anything else to say about y'all top fives? I just know that I need, need I need to listen to the Carters. We're gonna talk about Drake next time. Yes, yeah, we're gonna talk about Drake. It might be on my top five of the year. Really? Yeah, maybe. Mm. We'll see. Yeah. But again, it was going head to head with KOD, and so was uh, the Black Panther album. I mean, it's early enough to say that. Yeah, it's too it, early. <laughs> it's too early to say. <laughs> you can't really say honestly. We've exactly. Got a whole another half of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we still got YG's album. Oof. Shit, I could have gone to that party. Um, <laughs> Stay dangerous. Um, I don't know who else we're expecting this year, but it's it'll be interesting for sure. We got Schoolboy, for sure. Are you serious? He was supposed to drop after J-Rock. At least that's what he was saying on the championship. Oh, you tour. know what? When Yeah, when I went to go see him live on the championship tour, he said He's coming I, he, he actually gave us in a song. Oh, he yeah. literally performed one. It was it was all right. Okay, but I mean that shit was mainly. I mean that could be why he's been off of social media. Yeah, like I he, mean he I, doesn't want to put anything out there yet. Blank face was, if you ask me, it's very underrated. I really liked it honestly. I liked it over Oxmoron. Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I think he's progressed, and he's uh, instead of going for all that usual hype. He just literally is a solid ass artist when it comes to lyrics. lyrics. So you're saying that that new track he performed was in the same vein as like it was blank face. It was kind of slow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't. But he even said like, "Yo, new new stuff in the works." Yeah, because I remember um, hell people were posting like towards the end of the championship run mm-hmm. that school was like, "Oh, my album's coming out right after J Rock." So still waiting. I honestly thought it was going to come out within June. <laughs> but um, here we are, July 1st. Where are you, where are you at, schoolboy? Still six months, don't worry about school. it. Where are you at, Mr. Boy? <laughs> school. Mr. Q? Um, anyways, now is a good enough time to wrap up, just because we are way over an hour and a half. If you didn't make it to the end, I'll give you my social security. Hell, I'll give you a high five, just come find me. Yeah. Um. Anyways, that was episode two of the Bar for Bar podcast. Um. Please comment. Give us your criticisms. Apologies for how long this shit is. Um. And next time we will be talking about Drake. Um. Primarily focusing on Scorpion and the shit with Pusha T. Uh. We'll probably also just talk about his overall influence in the rap game. Mm-hmm. The Spotify playlist will be updated with tracks from Scorpion as well as, you know, just random shit that Drake's put out. Our top five. Yeah, albums we touched on today. Mm-hmm. What? No, no, no. The I mean, the playlist for next week. Oh, oh okay, okay. Yeah. Not bad. Because uh, that shit gets updated every Wednesday. <laughs> uh, anyways, see y'all later. Good night. Deuces. Bye.